Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. This is Tim Staples of Catholic Answers. I'm excited to let you know that I also teach high school apologetics for homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. There are also recorded independent learning courses at homeschoolconnections.com. Whether you take apologetics with me, literature with Joseph Pierce, or philosophy with Bill Donahue, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, it's a great way to get Catholic learning for your family. Welcome to Real Living. This is Lavinia Spirito with Mary Lou Nemechek, and we're continuing a conversation on aging. I shared with you a while back, Mary Lou, that, um, you know, I was looking at certain milestones in my life <laughs> with a certain <laughs> amount of dismay. And they're adding up. And I was trying to kind of parse out why I was dismayed. You know, what was at the root of my dismay with growing older. And I really saw that the culture in this area, our Western culture had evangelized me a whole lot more than I had evangelized it. (laughs) You know, that I had, I had actually drank the Kool-Aid of the fact that I felt less relevant. I felt I was diminishing as my body uh, is, is getting, you know, is changing and, and I can do less things or I have less stamina or less energy. I find that, um, or maybe I look different. I look at myself in the mirror and I find myself telling my daughters, I looked at myself with the in the mirror and I scared myself, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I know that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> and I know that's, that's like, it's, it's using humor obviously to, to, uh, to make the best of a scary situation, right? Especially for women in our culture, a lot of our identity is tied to how we look and all how we don't look and all that stuff. Right. Um, and that's all fine. But I'm always wanting to seek God. Lord, what is your will throughout this whole thing? It's not like us aging has surprised you, right? Because <laughs> that's how you made us. You made us with a shelf life. You made us with an expiration date. Uh, because eventually, the whole purpose of being here is to eventually, it's the dress rehearsal, right? For being with the Lord in heaven. For being in the Father's house, which is the desire of the everlasting hills. It is the fulfillment of all desire, as that famous book says, right? It's just that idea that we are all our lives, we're tending towards something. And maybe a lot of people don't know what it is that we're tending towards. You know, Augustine said, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And our hearts are restless no matter how old we get. But as we get older, we tend towards, we just tend towards our end. You know, Um, is it Thomas, I think, who speaks about telos. Telos is the Greek word for goal or end goal or end or ultimate purpose. So teleology is a study of how, where we're going what we are meant to do while we're going there, right? And so it's always a good thing to begin with the end in mind. 
That reminds me of Paul running the good race. Exactly. That's what we're called to do. With the and we're end. closer to the finish line in mind. Exactly. But what is the end? It's a life of infinite joy and grace with our Father in heaven. You know, and while we're at it, we're still not dispensed from mission and for being there and for living life fully engaged. So that's that. Those are just a few thoughts about aging. I think that, um, we, we need to prepare. If you're younger and you're listening to this, you need to think about what kind of body you and what kind of spirit and soul and emotions and inter- you would like to have when you get older. A lot of people live as if they're never going to age. You know, they drink and they, they go out in the sun with, you know, they, I don't know about you and my, you, I did in my youth, I would go out in the sun with no sunblock and try to get as black as possible. But that kind of decision kind of revisits itself on you as you age and your skin looks different or you might have skin cancers or whatever. So what I'm saying is a lot of people also perhaps live lives of stress and anxiety, you know, I mean, stress does produce anxiety. Let's just be, be clear about that. Right. Uh, and so we have the whole expectations of the culture that especially women have to be able to do everything and do it backwards in heels, right? Like Ginger Roger used to do with Fred Astaire, <laughs> right. Uh, to do everything and, and, and to do everything that men do, but do it better and do it while looking amazing. Right. And, and while raising, you know, children and, and, but yet having meaningful careers, et cetera. But and those expectations kind of tend to visit themselves upon us as we get older and we look at our lives. You were saying in our prior show, Mary Lou, that you were saying, well, what do I have to show for my life? You know, that sometimes those are the fears of not having accomplished everything that that God or maybe it's not what God has asked us to do, but maybe it's what we thought we should be doing. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, that whole potential that we're given when we're young and we have this feeling of of destiny over our lives it's some t- somehow somewhere we will do something important but the point is and mother teresa said that very well especially for women if you raise a family you did the most important thing in the world yes that's true and i've thought about that because our true legacy that we leave behind you know it, are our children and grandchildren there are legacies it's not what degrees you have or how much money you have or how many toys you have or where you've traveled it's the prodigy that you've left behind mm-hmm. and which is a gift from god mm-hmm. and so um that's really it i mean that is that's it i mean that's all that's going to be remembered truly exactly but i mean you know i i think that makes people who don't have children uh, perhaps feel inferior and they shouldn't because they shouldn't. There's, no. there's always a legacy that God has for us. And there's always ways in which we can be present in people's lives. And so even if you can't be present in children's lives, you can be present in somebody's life. You know, you can bring consolation, comfort, encouragement. You can be the eyes and the feet of Jesus wherever you go. Just, you have to be open. You have to keep listening. How many old people do we know? Older people who has stopped listening because they think they know it all. You know, it's like nothing's ever going to surprise them. Nothing. They've seen it all right. They have that attitude of, um, 
the of the wisdom of Koholeth, right? Nothing is new under the sun. I've seen it all before. Man is here and he's gone tomorrow. You know, that whole pessimistic idea. I've met especially a lot of um, older men tend to do that. I was telling that to my husband. <laughs> I was like, don't you turn into that. Uh, I was telling him. Now, I remember, especially in Bible study, I've met a lot of, of guys who have come to Bible study, especially older men. And I and I've been exposed to a lot of older men, you know, a lot older than I was. And I remember thinking, these guys are just not listening. You know, they're just not listening. Or what the heck? What happened in their lives that all of a sudden they stopped listening? Maybe they never listened. I don't know. But I mean, you know, when you're there and you're giving an hour lecture day in and day out, month in and month out, month out, year in and year out. And then you have, and then you are constantly exposed to people who really did not listen, you know, or did not hear what you were saying. And you're like, is this a fact, a function of aging? You know, is this a function? What is it? But in fact, yes, the literature says that as people get older, they tend to close themselves off instead of opening themselves up. When you're four or five years old, you are wide open. Right. You're wide open to experience, to people, to the world, etc. As you get older, it seems like you start closing or maybe there is that temptation to do that. You start closing yourself to the world because you've seen and done it all. Right. Right. And I must say, I myself, um, I've always tried to keep, stay myself, keep myself open, etc. I thought in uh, in the realm of living in the life in the Holy Spirit and the charisms, etc. Because I would I had been involved in the Catholic Charismatic Renewal from a young age. I thought in a, about four or five, six years ago, I thought I'd seen it all. Right. I, I kind of found myself saying, yeah, but that fits under that heading and that fits under that heading. And I've seen that one and I've seen that one. And I've seen kind of pretty much what God does. And then um, my doors were blown off by a certain experience I had on a mission trip where there were incredible miracles and healing. And there was a whole new level of anointing that was going on. And all of a sudden I had to repent to God for that attitude of having seen and done, done it all, you know, because Mm -hmm. I hadn't. And how could I, how dare I even think that I had, you know, and yet I'm using that as an example of, as you get older, you think that somehow you're the authority on this or that or the other. And you might have more wisdom, yes, and more experience, but in the end, God is the ultimate authority. So stay open. I guess that's my point. Stay open and keep listening. Keep listening. Keep listening to what God says. Keep listening to what the world says, to what God, to what people say. Don't close yourself off because you think you've known and done it all and have the t-shirt. It's funny that you say that because I just had a discussion with someone about our encounters with the Lord. And um, we have to keep looking for those. We have to keep expecting those. We have to keep asking for those. And if you do, you'll be amazed at all the things that occur. And they can be very little things that occur that happen that, you know, gives you an opportunity to lead someone to the Lord or say something to them or be with them in certain circumstances. But it's there. It's available. It doesn't end when we turn 60 or 70 or you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, that that growing in faith, growing in holiness to be holy as the Lord is holy is a constant no matter no matter our age. That's right. And 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 what is our priority? It's it's God, family and then, you know, everything else. Well, 
if we keep that in perspective, then what you're talking about, you know, if there's older people that kind of shut down, they're going to shut down less because they've got to remember where their priorities are Mm -hmm. and they have to be open to the Holy Spirit working in your lives. The Holy Spirit isn't going to stop just because you're a certain age. That's right. I mean, he's there. I mean, I, I could, you know, I, I, I could give you an example of something that happened this weekend and it just is a tiny little thing, but it's like, Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for that opportunity. Those are the things that we have to keep grasping onto. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it makes me crazy when I when I don't see that mm-hmm. because it's there, it's available, and that that doesn't apply to just older people; it applies to younger people too. Everybody, yeah. That's why I love the readings going on right now. You know, yeah. Acts of the Apostles, because it's nothing but encounter after encounter, and not recognizing the Lord, and then He makes Himself visible to them and it's usually in the Eucharist. So what what is that telling us? That everything he does for us leads to him and the Eucharist. I mean, faith is so rich right now in readings that I can hardly stand it. Mm-hmm. Amen. I know, right? And what do they say at Emmaus? Stay with us, Lord. Yes. Stay with us, Lord, right? Exactly. Um, and, and and I think that God is basically our relationship with the Lord should be an antidote to fear in a certain way. I think that we talk about our own aging in a way that's not giving God respect, especially when we say that we're afraid or that we dread the years. I think it's probably good to say, and when I eventually do give this talk, I will tell people to say, say out loud, I will not fear or dread the years ahead. I will not dread the years ahead. I think it's easy for people to start dreading. I, I, the example, here's what I'm thinking. I remember a long time ago when I was in my teens, I remember thinking, oh, holy cow, I'm going to be alive when the millennium comes. I'm going to be alive to see the year 2000. And then I did my math and I realized that in the year 2000, I was going to be past 40. <laughs> and I remember thinking, Wow. I wonder how that's going to be. It was like I was going to turn 40 and then I was going to drop off the face of the earth. You know, I couldn't really imagine being 40. I couldn't imagine being past 40. I couldn't. I just couldn't picture it. And I think that that's the way a lot of people look also at just getting older and older and older. They just can't imagine it. And instead of trusting the Lord with the years that we have, we tend to fall into patterns of dread, right? Well, remember when we first started talking about this, you know, um, I, I said to you that age is relative because we're made in the image and likeness of God and God is ageless, you know, so why, right. why should we worry about it? That this body is, we're going to leave and have our soul in heaven. And then the next body is going to be really good. Because Immortal and incorruptible. Exactly. So there are some good things to think always, you know, the things that we tell the people, the teenagers are the ones that we tell also the people who are 90 years old and a hundred, make sure that you have a time with the Lord every day, that you have a time of prayer. You have a time of meditation where you read the scriptures, you pray your rosary and you just talk to the Lord, take care of your body. I mean, you know, your body isn't just, well, St. Francis called the body brother donkey, <laughs> brother <laughs> ass, <laughs> but 
And yes, and he had that charism for total disregard of himself, but he did die like at 42 or something, you know, in a different time. We're not saying that. We should we should say take good care of your body because taking good care of yourself means that you get to give people more and not less. Right? Taking mm-hmm. care of yourself means that you get to give people more of yourself instead of less. So it's a good thing to think about self-care within the context of mission. You know, the Lord wants us to take care of what we have so that we can be more effective servants. Get a sense of humor. Develop a sense of humor. If you don't have one, develop a sense of humor. I know people with wicked sense of humors. I know people who have silly sense of humors. I know people who have weird sense of humors or twisted sense of humors. But it's a good thing to acquire a sense of humor. Be ready not only to laugh at others, but laugh at yourself, you know, laugh at your absurdities or your silliness or whatever, you know, let go of things. Remember to turn everything over to the Lord. What does he say in Philippians for in all things, in all things, give thanks to God and the peace that passes understanding will be yours in Christ Jesus. That's true. Whether you're 20, 82, 92, 42, 52. And then a thing that's been hard for me is uh, these are also rules to live by. I think at whatever age, slow down. I'm saying that to myself mostly. Slow down and and smell the roses. Yeah, just take a time for the little things. You know, sit down with your hot chocolate and have and read your book or or whatever. I'm always thinking, oh well, you know. I need to do other things. But, you know, I've kind of learned to just slow down and take some micro retreats or some micro rests during the day because it definitely makes me a lot more productive. Um, Make family or friends when they're when you're together for meals, make it a celebration. Pull out the good china, pull out the good silver. So what if you have to clean it or polish it? What do you have it for? If you're not going to use it, you know, that kind of thing. Make every event a special event. I've really, truly, I say that to myself because I've, for the past four, four or five years, I've been pulling out the good china, no matter who comes. You you deserve my good china. You know, you deserve my good silver. You, de- you deserve me to put flowers on the table. You deserve me to celebrate the fact that we're together because you don't know how much time we have. Right. And another thing that's my pet peeve with a lot of older people is guess what, guys? Technology is here to stay. So you better start knowing how to use your phone. Okay. And you better start using, know how to start using your laptop, your computer, your iPad, uh, whatever, you know, get a social media account. Why? Yes, it's true. Social media can be can be ill-used. It's true. It can be exaggerated. It can create fake communities. Yes, we all know the downfalls of social media. But on the other hand, social media is here to stay. So pretending that somehow we can live in this vacuum where we don't know what anybody's doing uh, of our friends or our loved ones. I mean, you know, so social media has its role. So what I would say to older people is technology is here to stay. St. Paul would have been all over Twitter he would have been all over any kind of technological advance that helps him to be a better missionary. And so we should as well. And age should never be used as an example uh, or as an excuse for basically what is laziness or lack of interest, because other people are going to do it for you to use the technology that you have. It's basically an advantage that God gives us. So why not use it? Right. That's what the, the blessings during COVID is so many wonderful things are online 
on Zoom or these retreats that you can, or talks that you can watch online from all these wonderful Catholic speakers that are just fabulous Mm -hmm. that, you know, you wouldn't, you'd have to travel or pay for them. These are for free many times. Mm -hmm. And it's such a wealth of information and building up and just opening our eyes. It's so wonderful to learn something or for, for the Lord to put something on your heart that you heard from one of these speakers. That's right. I mean, that's really been, I think, the silver lining in the pandemic has been this explosion of applied technology to the good things. You know, right. I'm sure that technology has probably gotten the bad things out there as well. But, you know, it's it's always good to use all the resources that God puts into our hands. Right. right. And remember also that we're going to close out our show by by just an exhortation. Don't talk about yourself bad. <laughs> right. It's not grammatical, but. Self-talk, negative self-talk, has power. Proverbs 18.21 says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Meaning what you speak, right, is something that you bring a certain reality to. So stop telling people, I'm getting old, you know. Or I, I'm, I can't do what I used to do, right? Or my mother used to say to everybody, it takes a strong woman to grow old. And I'm like, yeah, but at least you're here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we're all going to, we don't really necessarily look forward to weakening and general um, sort of not being able to do what we did before. But the main point of what we're trying to say to here to you all, brothers and sisters, is that God gives us the grace to grow old. Let us extend that grace to others. Let us remember that it's not over until it's over, until the Lord calls us home. And let's try and be and strive to be as fruitful disciples and missionaries, whether we're 12, 22, 82, 72, 102. Thank you for joining us. This episode is brought to you by Hallow, the number one Catholic app. Hallow has 1,000 audio-guided prayers and meditations for you to deepen your relationship with God. To listen to all of the Hallow meditations for free for 30 days, head to hallow.com slash breadbox.